Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's the Wrestling Ma'am Show, episode 777. Tuesdays, we talk about professionalized wrestling uh, here, and uh, we got people in the studio here. We're going to go around the horn here in a moment, uh, and of course, it's a, a lovely night here in Beachview. I'm just using all my cameras if you guys are on video. I have new cameras. I'm just having fun with them. Uh, but anyways, first of all, with us, he's from the only Mayhemmer with a future endeavor letter from Beacon, New York. It's Mad Mike. That would be me, sorry. Um, also, the so, third most dangerous person ever on the show. Was I was going to say, was that sword, where we were at? are you sure you want me on this program anymore? Because I listened to your little party, and <laughs> not only, like, all right, so the night you guys had your party, yes, I felt a weird burning in my heart. Okay. I thought, oh, man, maybe I need to cool it on the ice cream. But I realized Badger was trying to summon me. She was trying to use her spells and powers to summon me to that show. Her, her badger powers, if you will. Yes. Yeah. So I, I approve of that. And then you you said I was the third most dangerous person you've ever had in uh, on your podcast. Listen, I gotta say, uh, she I was put on my on the spot, and okay. I was definitely under the influence of substances. Okay. Uh, when when I was uh, I was told to ask who who were the like top ten people I had concerns about having on a live mic on the air. So okay. from the Sorgatron Media Four Year Studio Party, so that so there's context to this. Okay, <laughs> so I'm not no, saying it's a finalized list, and I never said I never said the two or three people that are banned from the show either. So oh, I know one of them. You know one of them? I think you know. I'm pretty sure. I think you know at least two of them. So probably, but I I, I definitely know one. Well, well, we'll. Oh. Anyways, uh, also with <laughs> us, the man who's on fire or light, lighting Reddit on fire this week. We'll talk about that in, uh, here in the first segment. Mainstream Matt of Just Pro Wrestling News. Good evening. How are you doing? Yes, I am. Um, I'm a mad lad from Reddit, apparently. That's what we call it. Oh, I see you have a co-host behind you the doing a little dance. love me. Just- <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been a crazy couple days. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll we'll tell the tale here. In a we got it, and of course, in studio. If you saw us on the wide shot, we have some guests on the couch back with us. Uh, first of all, we have uh, announcer extraordinaire Farnsworth is with us. Ladies, gentlemen, great to be back. Thank you for having me, Sword. Thank you. But let's talk about who's with me on this couch. That's right. We? Do you want to do the introduction? No, I do not. Okay, this is me feeding to you. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about who's on the couch with who's me. Who's on the couch? He is back. We let him back on the couch because he did really interesting things on the couch last time. Troy Lords is back with us. Welcome back, Troy. Did I hear in uh, the intro that there was a party? There was a party. I think you were invited to the party. can't seem to find my invitation i was invited you, i think you were invited mm. i think i had a facebook mm. invite for you nope no nope no nope what up mayhem marks 
<laughs> well, we invited you on the show. Now it's a party. And we had a lot to now. let him, and and now. now it's a party. And and we're letting you have the leftover party beer. So that's Fantastic. I mean, that's 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 the that's the party for everybody afterwards, right? So Absolutely. Troy, so thank you so much for coming back on the show. Oh, thank you for and, having and me. And thank, thank you, you for not inviting me to the party and then giving me leftover I, beer when I, <laughs> I did come in. Thanks. That's great. Thank you for matching. Thank you for your leftovers. Thank you for dressing it to match the couch as well. I mean, the couch matches me. I, don't know I, I guess that's the case, the too. Yes, exactly. So, but, uh, but no, thanks for being on the show. We're going to catch up with everything going on with you. Uh, you're all over the place, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we'll get into that in a bit. But first, please, everybody, go check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Hit up at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. 412-206-WMS0 at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. The Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page and group. A lot of great discussion happening over on the Facebook group. Uh, and, of course, we're live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live. Uh, as well as on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page and on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page, however you would like to stream the show. Please subscribe to us on your favorite uh, podcatcher. You can even subscribe to the Wrestling Mayhem Show Master Feed or the Sorgatron Media Master Feeds. Wait, one of those is a super feed. My notes are wrong. Uh, if you want to check out everything Wrestling Mayhem Show or everything Sorgatron Media uh, going on there on your podcatcher. Also, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Our friends at the fan sh- fan of the show level, Bo Diggity! Woo! As well as Ed Burke, Team Hammerfist At the Poppy Club level, Dave Potter and OccupyProWrestling.com. At the Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy, Cal Turner, The Riz, and Bobby F. J-Town. And at the manager level, Heel Bradley and Tina Keys. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. And I do have to say, Farnsworth is a long time, was a long time manager. You took a break. That's okay. But uh, hope to be back again. That's had right. To, had to do some reconfiguring. Had to do a little side investing. It's been, that's right. It's, yeah, it's, it's you been, don't have to explain yourself. I don't have to explain not myself. Is, is Troy your lawyer now? Is it? Is that your side hustle? I'd, I'd go with advisor. Advisor, okay. Oh, we we advise each other as me. I suggested those pants. Mm, I don't think I got a shot of those pants. We can pull that up on the shot deep. there a little bit. Who knows how long they're going to be on? Yep. Yeah, I know that's questionable. We do have, by the way, this is you are the first guest we've had with the uh, windows wide open here in the studio. So uh, you know, just in, that, that's why we have a My camera outside. Might get now. wide open if we have. See how many of these leftover beers I have. <laughs> it's also the other reason I bought so much beer because uh, mm. yeah, it always it always helps the show. Anyways, um, but let's get into it. First of all, let's talk. Matt, you did something. You yeah. you, you lit Reddit on fire That's and true. was cursing it the entire time while we were uh, on location for another shoot on Saturday. What the well, hell happened? I wasn't, I wasn't cursing Reddit. I was cursing myself because I'm terrible at the internet. But um, um, here's the long story short, um, or I'll try to keep this as short as I can. The, um, the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast, part of our routine is that we create a, uh, like a cover graphic for it uh, every morning to go along with it. So this has become part of my tasks for every day is to, you know, fumble my way through whatever program I have, Paint 3D, whatever crummy Microsoft product I have on my laptop mm-hmm. that I use to... Um, to create this cover art. So you turned me on recently. You were like, you need to try some Adobe products. So you turned me on to Adobe Spark. And uh, I was starting to play with that. 
Um, and in the process of wanting to get more comfortable with it, I'm just trying to come up with what can I create off the top of my head just for fun, just to kind of test this thing out and see if I can do what my brain wants to create. So during the course of Friday night, just chatting with people in some, you know, group chat and whatnot, where, you know, the typical WWE jokes, whatnot, um, I offhanded comment about, you know, I'm just going to, someone should just create, you know, AEW style ranking graphics for WWE's divisions, you know, just to see what it would look like. And then I kind of like, they're full beat and I'm like, actually, you know what? Maybe I'll do that. So I just, you know, watch SmackDown, play around, mess with it. And uh, I ended up creating a, uh, what appears to be an AEW style rankings graphic, except mm. it is the SmackDown women's division. Mm -hmm. uh, with tongue firmly in cheek. I'm not sure these records are entirely accurate. It was a little haphazard, but I didn't care. I was just screwing around. I was messing with, you know, this program and kind of learning to do stuff. <laughs> and, um, and I took it. I was like, oh, this is fun. Uh, and I dropped it into this um, Discord channel that I was in at the time. And I was just like, hey, guys, what do you think of this? And they're like, ah, that's funny. A couple guys were like, very funny, very nice. Thank you. I put it in the Mayhem Show group. I was like, yeah, look at this. This is fun. I just whipped this up. I'm having a very productive Friday night. Uh, and I left it at that. And I was like, well, oh, it's a nice evening. So we'll move on from that. So fast forward to Saturday. Sorg, you and I are um, working a gig, a video production gig. Uh, there's not a lot of free time, but during one of our brief breaks, uh, I get my hands on my phone. I start scrolling through the Twitter feed, as I do. And I scroll past, and here on the some strange Twitter account, someone I don't know, someone I don't follow, it had actually been retweeted by someone else that I follow, is my graphic is there on someone's Twitter feed. They're just like, hey, look at this. Isn't this a silly thing? Ha, ha, ha. And my reaction is like, that's my thing. What's my thing doing on, on Twitter? I didn't put it there. Um, and I, you know, I wasn't upset. You know, I, I, you know, there's certainly people who get a lot more um, upset because they actually create things that are actually you know, of value um, artistically. Me, yes. I bet you did. All right. Thank you very much. Um, so. I, well, I'm off the rails. He, he just dropped me off. Where were we? What was I talking about? Uh, you were talking about your thing. By the way, this 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 hey, tweet. Oh yeah, this hey. tweet of your of your graphic that's retweeted um, uh, from uh, Bob Close thirteen Elijah Close. I, I don't know who that is. They're, I don't think they're. I don't actually, know who it is either. I, I don't just think they're. Over the I don't think they're actually MJF as the picture assumes. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> has 515 <laughs> likes and 54 retweets and 45 quote tweets with my thing with your thing. <laughs> But he was very nice. And I, I just replied to him and I was like, I think I quote tweeted it. And I was just like, hey, this is mine. Um, I'm glad everyone's having such a great time. Have a great evening. And he was nice. He like almost immediately replied back to me. And he's like, oh, my God, you you made this. Everyone is looking for you. <laughs> like What? <laughs> and he's like, yes, it's in a Reddit forum. People are freaking out. They don't know where it came from. So I go. And I am like an idiot on Reddit. Sorg, I know nothing about yeah. Reddit. Yeah, you learned a lot about Reddit just this weekend, huh? I learned everything I know about Reddit, I learned over the weekend. Um, I go into Reddit, I, I search for, you know, just do a little search and boom, there it is in the, um, whatever the Sword Circle um, Reddit group is. And uh, it's got like 
400 comments. It's got all these upvotes. People are going bananas. They're trying to figure out who made it. They Nobody knows who created it. There's this running like back and forth in the comments. I think it's this person from Japan. I saw them tweet it. No, I think <laughs> it's this person in this part of the country. You know, hate to break it to y'all. It was. Um, so I got in there and I owned it. And again, just kind of just said, it's me. Call off the search. I'm glad everyone's having fun. Keep doing your thing. You know, I'll start. Yeah, so again, either I'm way, not, I was not the least bit. Um, how would I, how, how would I provincial about my creation? I, I was not at all concerned that it was just kind of like Although, getting thrown all over the there place. There was a lot of cursing that you didn't tag yourself yeah. or your podcast. Exactly. In because this. I'm looking at you and I'm like, Sorg, I, I just did something very stupid. <laughs> He's like, what did you do? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this graphic is going crazy on Reddit. It's gone viral on Twitter. And no one knows I made it. And you were like, you are such an idiot. <laughs> no, I, di- I didn't call you an idiot. I think you said I suck at the internet. I think that's what you No, said. you said you suck at the internet. I, and I, I didn't I disagree. And you just shook your head in disappointment at me. <laughs> as I just And, and, and it, walked away and worked on whatever I was working on. <laughs> until by the end of the night, I like drowned my sorrows in a beer at Permanis after the gig. I'm just like cackling because I can't believe that this thing is just like runaway training on the internet without me on board for the ride. But I mean, enough people kind of cut on and, 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 you know, I, I reap some of the rewards. And then uh, of course people are like, you must do this again. And I'm like, I think I will. And I, this one, I'm going to slap my fat, ugly podcast logo on it this time. You can be sure <laughs> of that. And we did. So we did it again. We, we ran it back for Monday and we ranked the raw women's division and uh, it got a nice uh, little bit of traction. All the Reddit mutants were happy to see another entry, and they, there uh, goes. Yep. they, did, they had some fun with it. So, so there you go. You you even Enjoy got that. some eight and nine, Charlotte. You you, you even got here, some. Charlotte. You even got some uncredited press that popped up. <laughs> Tell me about this, this. This was the peak. Um, I was in uh, I was in the same Discord channel that was in Friday on Monday night during Raw, and uh, I guess a couple of the members in there recognized that i was in there and someone chimes in they're mm-hmm. like uh brian alvarez talked about your graphic tonight on uh filthy four with, with tom lawler and i'm like no he didn't what the... so i went out of, i i i'm now i, I went and subscribed <laughs> to brian alvarez that's okay it's channel. a it's a business expense at this point it's a bit i i had to know and i had to see it with my own eyes and uh yeah sure enough i got this little <laughs> He doesn't have the media set up over there. No, 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 so. no, just, sorry about this, folks. But uh, this is actually how we used to conduct interviews at the beginning of the show: was holding a phone up to a microphone. I, I just want to hear you. So, so I mean, it's pretty much it. the same same situation. Did you see the spoof of the uh, AEW rankings that someone did for SmackDown? I did. It was classic. Someone. Yeah, the best part of that whole thing is 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 Tom Lawler without hesitation. I did. <laughs> he knew exactly what he's like. He's like, what were we talking about? Oh, that's that. So, hey, uh, great feather Matt, in the cap. Filthy Tom, we love you. Matt, so I, I looked it up on my Reddit. Yeah. Um, it has over 2.6 thousand upvotes. Jeez. <laughs> what the heck? No one will ever know. Meanwhile. Now they're like, who made this? It was a mystery. I, I never me- found him. Oh, well. I've been trying to break into Reddit for years. 
and figure out how how that works. And, and Matt just, did it by accident. Matt did it by accident. Matt did it in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you did this thing. Everybody loves it. Let's look at this thing because, well, if it's good enough for Alvarez's podcast and Filthy Tom. Uh, I guess we it's should talk classic. about it. It was classic, Sorg. So, so my I, wife just just texted me, Pepper Potts. What's a Pepper Potts? <laughs> <laughs> um, the box of scraps line is so, always good. And, and it's these, always welcome on and, this show. And again, I, did we share these in the group? Are, are they are they floating around a Wrestling Mayhem Show group as well? They're in the Facebook Okay, group. good. So, so you may have already seen these if you follow us over on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group. So this is your SmackDown, and they make as much sense as you would think. Because, I mean, what's the biggest complaint? You're like, we, we, we were just talking about before the show. Zelina Vega. She came back, and she's just losing every week and wants a title like, shot, Like right? I said, it, it's very tongue-in-cheek. And if you look at this, if you look at the Reddit comments, it's hilarious. It's like half of the people are deeply offended, and the other half are like, this is just funny. I don't <laughs> so care. So I love, like... Um, so- I, I, but I must point out. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, the, the SmackDown graphic was created very haphazardly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, these are actually, like, the total records. This is not isolating their singles record. So it makes things look worse than they actually are, especially for Sasha. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Sasha actually does have a winning singles record this year. But um, I just like, cause like, I was just kind of like, I'm not going to rank them based on like what my logic would be. I'm going to rank right. them based on like what WWE's logic has been. So on that SmackDown, it was like Sasha's bank. She's fighting Bianca at SummerSlam. She's number one. And, oh, Zelina Vega. She was, I, I mean, I, for a second, they said she was going to get a title and, match and on also, SmackDown. Then it didn't happen. For, so I was like, oh, Zelina, you're number two. For for audio, and also the numbers are, uh, 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 Bianca is 18 and six. Uh, Sasha is five and seven. And Zelina is zero and four. Right. And she was about to get a SmackDown title match on Friday night. And it didn't happen. Yeah. And then you had, you know, and I was just like, who was the most recent uh, title challenger? Carmella. Oh, uh, three and twelve. Uh, who else could we get in here? Liv Morgan, uh, four and ten. And I was like, ah, oh, I got to put someone respectable. It's Tony Storm. How many has she done? One and zero. Okay, Tony Storm's a one. And you're I mean, talking you about could have put you could have put Bailey. I, I could have put Bailey in there. Yeah, but I did. Respects to Bailey. So, so you have that, and then for Raw was made a little bit more sense. No, no, no. Well, I, I uh, put Matt, in the I'm, extra I'm gonna, work to make sure that these are the singles record, but. The Charlotte thing is still absolutely shocking. Matt, I'm going to call into question mm. the rankings for Raw. Just like you do for, with AEW. Right. Well, yeah. no, I mean, I mean this yeah. is just following. I'm trying to follow WWE's lead. I know. I'm, not but, trying, but that's, I'm merely that's trying to interpret saying. what I'm seeing on TV. Charlotte would be ranked above Nikki. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Nikki is the champion. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's how it <laughs> yeah. should be. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my only yeah. gripe. Yeah, that's you're right. That's my only gripe. Yeah, so, so Nikki, Nikki, Nikki seven and two, Charlotte eight and nine in her singles matches this year. Stunner, um, Rhea six and four. Alexa Bliss is undefeated this year. Still, she won again on Monday. She's six she and zero now. Creepy doll magic. Creepy doll magic can't be stopped. Do drop is one and two. She's Owen and Oscar uh, four and five. But I mean, that kind of fits, right? This is what WWE is kind of telling us, right? In their way, right? That's about right. Sure. So, sure. Um, somebody was in the, um, one of the Reddit commenters, or maybe it was someone even on our Facebook group was like, uh, where's Naya? Where's Shayna? Fellas, do you want to know the singles records for Naya and Shayna this year? <laughs> They're not great. <laughs> Who wants to know? Anybody want to know? Yeah. I did the it. work. Naya is one in six. <laughs> 
Shayna is two and eleven. Ooh. Ooh. Not even I. Wait, Shayna's had thirteen singles matches and only won two of them. Shayna. Mad Mike. Wow. I don't know if you've noticed. Shayna takes a lot of L's. Mm. A lot. It, it's uh, it's really like God. like there's nobody in WWE that has a winning record. And never Oh no, does. that's not true. It, 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 what except for amazingly Nikki. How many how many of oh, you, you mean people? you mean women wise? I'm sure Bailey probably yeah. does. How so, many of you guys have actually record? been schoolboyed? Anybody? It's almost impossible to kick out of. Shannon Blake, think she got schoolboyed a lot in UFC? She didn't. Yeah, that's it comes not... to big leagues, you get schoolboy. That's it. You're on your back, you're trying to get out of that. Mm-hmm. You're fighting mm-hmm. gravity. You're fighting gravity. Ain't no way. Ain't no way, man. Ain't no You're way. saying she hasn't adjusted well to the pro wrestling style. Abs- Not just, yet. Just the schoolboy. <laughs> just the schoolboy. Yeah, everyone, is her weakness. Everyone knows her weakness now. Okay. Okay. Well, everyone, everyone's got to have a weakness. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense. So, uh, Matt, I, I know yeah. you love these. You love these numbers, and I'm, I'm glad you you found a creative outlet for this. Um, are, are you going to continue with this? Like, like <laughs> statistical minutia is. Uh, is it's fun, Matt, especially you really in should something the, so really pointless and random as professional wrestling. You have to do the NXT Women's Division next. I've got my eye on another division, but I I'm not sure when I'm gonna drop it. But uh, I'm I'm not gonna stop. Wait wait wait! Is it the division we were talking about? Yeah, it's the one we were talking about the other day. When we were I'm like working how many, on filling it out, though. we're talking I'm, about I how many how many yeah. people are left on that show. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm come I'm struggling oh. to come up with names right now. Matt <laughs> oh, Mike knows no. where this is going. Oh no! Oh, we're going there. Um, can oh, we, can we say? Is can we say? Record just two zero oh, and five. I'm still tabulating. <laughs> We're still doing the math. The research department is working on it right now. We can't just screw around with this anymore, Mad no, Mike. No. We've got five thousand Reddit users what? anxiously waiting for our next. You sent uh, me. Drop, you you so. sent me a picture of the roster of two hundred five live. Oh yeah, you want to see it? I saw on my phone. <laughs> There's like four guys on it. No, the, yeah. This is the. This is this is what if you um. If you go to WWE's website and you go under superstars, uh, you could sort them by which show they're on. Two hundred five live no longer stands for the weight at the weight limit. It stands for how many people you thought were on the roster. Two? Oh, oh five. Five. Yeah, exactly. Actually, you're that's that's actually dead on. Um <laughs> I sent this the, the sword earlier today. And um so if you sort it by raw, you get all the raw guys. You get the SmackDown. If you sort it by two hundred five live, you get this. These five. Yeah, I got it. I got it up here. It, uh, and one yeah. and one is a commentary. And I'm pretty sure Brian Kendrick uh, retired. Did he a while ago? I, I don't think and, we're getting Nigel Blankenes versus the Brian Kendrick on two hundred five live. And, 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 still and Mark on Andrews it? has been in the UK since COVID started. Jeez. So I I don't of- know if that's accurate a lot of the guys who have been popping up on 205 live lately have either been released or there is no profile yet created for them yeah on the wwe website or they're in nxt right no i mean all right there's gotta be some some crossover with nxt i would imagine have you ever heard of grayson waller can't say that I have. Okay, well, he's been on 205 Live a couple times, but you won't find his profile on WWE.com because they're ashamed of him, apparently. Tina's saying the Kendrick's a producer now. I yeah. I believe that. So that makes uh, sense. 
Another guy who's been on there who's actually still employed, Guru Raj. You remember this guy? No. He did the special that they did for India. He is of India. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I, I vaguely remember him. Yes. Yeah. He's a little bit more memorable. He's been doing 205 Live. Other than that, it's just guys who've been cut. So we're going to see how they flesh this out. Friday is going to be interesting. I'm sure there are spoilers out there uh, for this week's 205 Live if you want to find yeah. out how they fleshed out this show. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they pre-tape um, a lot of those. So, Well, they, uh, they had a lot of pre-tapes along with NXT for the last two weeks. So since they were on uh, Sci-Fi. Oof, man. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Uh, speaking of which, a lot more. Uh, the, the, yeah, we haven't had a show since the latest round of releases, huh? Or was that right before we went on last year? Or last, now last I'm week. Uh, no, those releases happened on Friday. On so. Friday. So the no, biggest ones, Bobby Fish, a big part of that. Um, well, there was another uh, Bronson Reed. Bronson, Bronson Reed, Reed. Mercedes Martinez, Tyler Rust. Um, Bobby Alex Fish. Zane. Alex Zane. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there's there, there was uh, there was one guy that was like he was from some other country and came in. Uh, so now I, you know, what happens with that, with, you know, being foreign, um, like, I'm sure WWE helped with the green card, right. At that point. So like, that's, that's, these guys like, well, no, I, I think they just, I think they just give them work visas yeah. because, um, I was listening to the Iconics podcast. Mm-hmm. They don't have green cards. Oh, so they got to sort that out. Huh? That, that's why, like, I think even when they're, unless someone is willing to give them work visas, Mm-hmm. They physically can't work until they get their green card issue sorted out. So they almost need to get like an AEW impact to sign them and take care of that. Yeah. At this point, so yeah. like somebody at that, um, at that level. Yeah, um, I, I I forget all the specifics they're going into because they didn't go into a lot of specifics. No, they, no, they know, probably can't know. But um, on on their first episode, they were talking about why they aren't working yet because I don't think legally they can. Yeah. Which is kind of fucked up, considering how long they've been working here in the country. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really wild. You know, all the news between that. Of course, there's um, a lot of them getting on podcasts and talking about the things they've seen, including like you know, big production upsets in the background about NXT. Um, uh, Chelsea Green having to reclaim um, the copyright to her her legal name, uh, which is interesting. Which I. I that's that's more of a that's a clerical thing. issue yeah. i she signed over she signed over permission for wwe to trademark the name which she kind of has to for them to do mm-hmm. merchandising well um, it, yeah if, if you want to use your legal name you have to yeah give them the so, rights to put it on a shirt i i think it just had not been released yet the lawyers are going to attack dog anything that's a trademark because they have to mm-hmm. by default yeah, like and, I'm sure Kurt Angle probably went through the same exact thing. Oh, absolutely. Well, Matt yeah, Hardy, guarantee he went through the same. Maybe he's thing. a little cleaner with the uh, with, with with somebody on the level of an Angle. He's probably got better. He's probably got better contracts and lawyers on that. You that's know, eventually over over the years. Uh, so, but of course, and then a human that's not a lawyer actually. Sorry, sorry, Gavel. Um, actually looked at it and says, "Hey, this is fucked up. Let's release this name." And uh, after they made a big uh, thing about it over the weekend. So, but good to see that's. Uh, I mean, after all the the crud that WWE's been rolling through over the past week or so, I mean, this is one to just kind of let go and just like, oh yeah, you know what? This oh, yeah. Is, you know, let's just not make things any more hard on 
than they were. And, and honestly, I mean, they probably, I mean, what, what grounds do they possibly have for holding that trademark anyway? No, so. no, no, absolutely. Unless they're like, unless it's a vindictive thing. And, and I, I would hope that wouldn't be the case. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like NXT is almost done at this point. That seems to be no, the writing on the wall. No, but no. Like, I feel like we're both, get that, that series finale is two weeks away feeling right now. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Like uh, like no, you're watching the final final um episodes of Cheers before you get to that big two hour finale. That's kind of a, I it's you guys, mean it's you guys, true, it's but it feels being that way. redefined. Being redefined. So you, we're talking about the fact that Vince McMahon is tie, wants a feeder system to feed to the product that he wants to create. But also, if all you want is is steak, when your delivery company is giving you blueberries. You're going to make a change if you're paying for mm-hmm. steak. Well, I don't agree with him. No. But it's Vince McMahon deciding that what he wants is WWE stars, not let's invest in something else and expand what WWE can do. Well, and that's the other thing is a feeder system that they decided to put on primetime on USA Network. Yes. Up against a competition, which made it. So is it a feeder system now or is it a legit third brand that does something different? It it's was both. only a third brand when half the roster was stranded in um, overseas, and we needed someone, something else for Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. It's the only time it was a third brand. It's it's the lack of corporate synergy that's that's really kind of brought this whole thing kind of falling in on itself. I, 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 and we've talked about it forever. You know, we get frustrated by you know call ups that don't seem to match up with what they were doing in NXT when they mm-hmm. get up onto the main roster. And even, you know, for years back, I've kind of openly questioned and might've even mentioned on this podcast, you know, you know, why are they even recruiting some of these people into the performance center? You know, Vince McMahon will not want to do anything useful with these people. Once they reach the main roster, it won't matter how good they are in NXT. Mm-hmm. So that whole disconnect, uh, has been a problem for a long time and you know if if nxt no longer serves a purpose for you know wwe overall anymore or you know then it's it's time to figure out what exactly you want out of this so Mm -hmm. yeah I, i do kind of understand them kind of redirecting the whole developmental system into a different direction because I mean, it, 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 it's not working right now. Yeah. Well, well I'll, I'll, I, in their I, view, I at least. Thought. What if we went back to a game show? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm being dead serious about this. But all the pros are NXT lifers. Your like, Adam Coles, Gargano, your, Champa. Your Adam Coles, your Garganos, your Champas. Mm-hmm. And uh, like your Io Shirai's, like anyone who you, who you aren't going to call up, you have them be pros, and you have it be like like Survivor almost, like like um, you know, have it be like a year long thing as opposed to a couple of weeks. I don't know. I I feel like you. I feel like you can mess around with the format and make it interesting. Okay. But I don't think it's the end of NXT. Although, remember, remember, well, I don't think like you know you could say changing the format to make it interesting. But to me, like it reads a lot of these reports and rumors read to me like 
they're going to make it, they're going to simplify and it's going to get to like, it's going to be more meat and potatoes, just wrestling, just reps. And what's going to change is going to be the individuals who are highlighted and spotlighted and who are given the most opportunities to succeed and hopefully get called up to the main roster and I do mean, you, even you, bigger things. You kind of see that with 205 Live. Like, it's been absolutely diluted into the third brand. Here's a bunch of people. Well, the like, second they pulled 205 Live off of the SmackDown tapings, yeah. it was done. Yeah. It was done. It was absolutely done. I, I think NXT is kind of a different animal because they do get a lot of people watching takeovers and everything. And they do have their own individual merch and everything like that. Like, I think NXT is a little bit. So is the problem the people coming through to the main (laughs) roster and what's what's happening with them? Or is the problem the performance now that they're on television? Uh, I think I think I think. All right. If I'm going to try to. I'm, if I'm going to try to guess what's inside Vince McMahon's brain, which is a big <laughs> kind of a, taking a chance. I think his primary concern is Raw and SmackDown. And whatever mm-hmm. happens to NXT happens to NXT. I don't I, care. I think his primary that's why he's just, that's why people are just getting called up and plucked out of like storylines on NXT with like no resolution or anything at all. Because the main roster is like, we need these people right now. And we don't care what happens to NXT because Raw and SmackDown are more important, which is true. I mean, those are the the shows that make the most money. Mm-hmm. There's no arguing that at all. Sure, but they're still, I mean, NXT is still part of what they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. They're still getting paid for that. Yeah. There's, and there's talk that Fox wants to go to a third hour. Which no. would they have, can't because of the local news. Yeah, how would they do that? I, I don't know, but I've heard the rumor. Uh-huh. And I can see Vince saying, holy hell, I need more talent and I need it now. And then going to his blueberry cupboard and not finding <laughs> a steak. So, right, right. So I can see the issue there. I don't know how they do it, but. No, absolutely. I, I don't think the performances on NXT were ever the problem. I I thought NXT consistently put out strong product. I think the issue is then trying to allow it to translate up to SmackDown or Raw and have anyone there put any care or attention into who gets up there. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Keith Lee. He should be, he was, I mean, honestly, we can just run down a list of people who were gods in NXT and afterthoughts in in the main show. All right, hold that one second. It looks like we'd had an internet drop. So give us one moment to get, so Farnsworth, you were making a really good point there, and we're going to get our Zoom call back. And I'm going to have a very interesting phone call with Verizon Fios tomorrow morning. Uh, so, uh, Farnsworth, you were saying, if, if you want to repeat that real quick. Oh, I was just, it's actually a version of uh Matt's story about a thing and my thing ending up on Twitter, mm-hmm. but it's a completely different story. Oh, there it is. We probably ought to save that for the, uh, <laughs> Oh, is that for gold then? For, for is the that gold. for Patreon? Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we're trying to get into there. While we're doing that, it's good. It's breaking point for that, anyways. But in the meantime, please go check out everything at indywrestling.us. Uh, a lot of great stuff going over there, including our guests. You, you can hear the voice of Farnsworth Woo! on shows, <laughs> and not him moving so much. And you can see uh, Troy Lords in action, including the latest Rise Returns show up there. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, and of course, a lot of the great stuff. Of course, a lot of the shows coming up this month Prospect Pro Wrestling, RWA are both going to uh, be on the network and on VOD. And of course, some great stuff happening from our friends in Con- Pro Wrestling Conquest, excuse me, uh, as well. So uh, uh, go check them out. You can catch up with all of the great um, stuff going on in uh, Pro Wrestling, uh, Pittsburgh Pro Wrestling um, there. So, speaking of which, Troy Lords, you're with us. You're chilling. You're, you're you're chill. You're super chill this time. I am super chill. You're extra super chill. I wasn't chill. super chill last time. I don't know. I, I can't. This guy, this guy takes his pants off. He's not super chill. Well, I mean, that's a that's a that's a. What mark. could be any chiller? Not wearing pants. I, that is that is super chill. Um, I mean, probably, I think that's a good question. What could question. what could be chiller? I'll find out. Mm-hmm. I'm not, so where we go? I wasn't chill enough without pants. Let's see what else we could lose. Uh, well, well, remind you, we have a wide open public window here. Yeah, uh, so that means tips. That's true too. We should, yeah, we should put a little pouch out there for put it on the glass. Little bucket. There you go. Look at it. Put it on the glass. Put it on the <laughs> That's glass. how we do it now. Where is Dutters? Where is Dutters? Dutters is in another state. <laughs> so, um, that's why we installed the camera on the outside. Uh, so, but anyways, uh, so Troy, uh, what's been, you've been involved with a lot of, uh, groups, uh, uh, um, around the area, a lot of stuff coming up for you. Um, of course you, you're, you're of course, uh, still a mainstay over at Rise Wrestling as well, right? Yeah. I got my hands in a lot of pies and on a lot of guys. I'm in a little bit of everything. Um, in Rise right now. Have you been to a Rise show? Cause the only... People I see at the Rise show, as far as uh, Sorgatron branded, is the Sorgatron B team. The B team. And I, I tell I you what, it was the B team. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. They're the B team, and I tell you what. Okay. They're starting to get to be the B plus team. They're starting to take over. They might even be an A minus team. Okay. Rise <laughs> so in their rankings. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna do Sorgatron media rankings. Okay. You're, you're slipping, my man. Oh, dude, I don't kind of, know what's more important than coming and see. You got me. two. You got two of my top video guys there. You got you got somebody who's been working with me since 2012 when I started taking oh, over wrestling huh? promotions. Mm. So I mean, I mean, you know, I can't be everywhere. There's so many. I mean, only so many me's. Mm. There may be too many. Okay. Yeah. Again, a lot going on in Rise. Have you heard a lot about it? Mm-hmm. I have an issue going on with the heavyweight title. Tag titles are stolen. I'm having an issue with a sweet, sweet baby bear cat. I don't know if you're aware of what's going on between me and Keith Hot. No, I'm not. <sighs> Keith, 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 I'm trying to help him. I'm trying to reach out, and I'm not getting anything back in return. See, Keith, he has a very promising career. Everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. He's a big hugger. He's a big sweetheart. Bright future, that kid. Bright future. Is it, though? No. Because I've seen he had a match with Tony Johnson for the Rise Grand Championship. And? And to put it nicely, he shit the bed. Mm. Yeah, he's a I, sweet I'm baby Bearcat. He's I'll not an what. animal. He doesn't have that killer instinct. And that's what I want to give him. I just, I just, I think he's a little intimidated. I came on a little strong. He's a little worried about the relationship I want. 
all I want to do is be a friend. All I want to do is help him. You know, maybe give him a little bit of a killer instinct that I have. You're, you're talking about Rise. Are you aware? We had the rankings for SmackDown. Are you aware of my rankings now for Rise? I have not seen the most recent, though. You haven't seen the most no. recent? No, no. Uh, I'll just I'll give you a little bit. I am undefeated. Undefeated. Everyone I was in the ring with since I've debuted in Rise, I have choked out. And how many title shots? Zero. It's about who you know, who you're hanging with. I don't mean, what do I got to do? What do you got to do to get a title shot, huh? And you're somebody who's who's been a contender in yeah. uh, uh, every company I've seen you at. Over every the year. contender, been a champion. Been yeah. a champion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, IWC titles. Been there. Yeah, tag title, mm-hmm. Super Indy, uh, PDBX held titles. Uh, fight society held titles and i'm not talking about the bastardized backyard fight society or pwx that it is now i'm talking about the real deal mm-hmm. Held a title there i don't know if you're aware of it i don't know if you've you've heard this before if, if anybody's told you or maybe i mentioned it myself that fight society do you know that i won their big title the main belt the main strap i won that in a 30 minute last man standing match mm-hmm. with one arm Mm-hmm. Did you hear that before? Barnesworth, are you aware? I was. I'm aware. I was I think, there. I think I was there for that. The unbeatable champion with one arm mm-hmm. and exploded. Last man standing, heavyweight champion, undefeated. That was. I remember hearing um, on the podcast we were doing for the promotion at the time. Like, what happened? It was your wrist, right? And and yeah, it was my wrist. Uh, took a bad landing about five minutes in. I don't know what the hell's on the screen right now, but if you can get in nice and tight, see what's going on here. Well, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, a little something going on here. A little something going down back here. Can't really move it. Almost yeah. got it fused. Doctor said it was like a bomb going off. There's going to be papers written about this. But still, shattered wrist. Beat the unbeatable champion, Patrick Hayes. Last man standing. <laughs> Never defeated for that title. Yeah, who was that last man standing? Oh, that was me. That was you? That was me. Oh, that was me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, last man standing. Just let's point out, he may not be able to move that hand that much, but he can still ball it up into a fist. He can still ball it up into a fist, and that's all you need to do. All you need is a little fist and solves a lot of problems. Ain't that the truth? Yes, sir. Yeah, so we got a lot going on in Rise 9-11. You got to be there. Check out Rise on Facebook, Instagram. That's the next show, and I'm looking for that sweet baby Bearcat Keith Hunt, and I just can't get a hold of him. We just got this disconnection. I just want to connect. I just want to help him out. Do you, do you, do you want a hug? Is that what's happening? He is the most huggable uh, in, in pro wrestling. Yeah, that's his problem. He's the most huggable. How about he end up being the most winnable? How about he's going for something else but the hugs? Wouldn't that be nice? Mm, hugs, money, a, titles. Wouldn't it be nice? He's a good dungeon master. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, let's talk about some of that lame-ass dungeon master <laughs> stuff. That'll get you over. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's move from that. So Rise is a big thing in my life right now, working on that. And I know there's a lot of people that come to these rash shows. They're seeing what I'm doing, and they think that they could do what I'm doing. You know what I mean, Farnsworth? <laughs> I know what you mean. I know they're looking at me. They think that they could be in that ring. They could be as good as me. 
They look at you. What they have there is envy. What are you telling me? Green, green, green. But there is an opportunity for anybody that thinks that they can do what I do, can think what any of the competitors do in Rise, what they do in Fight Underground, and that is to come to the Stronghold this weekend. Uniontown Mall, the Stronghold. Brandon K., there's going to be representatives from Rise. There's going to be representatives from Fight Underground. This is the new training facility here in the uh, western Pennsylvania area. I got to visit that uh, uh, about a month ago, and it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the nicest training facilities I've seen for wrestling, and I've seen a lot of them. They're going to get you in shape. They're going to get you in the door. Um, if you want to get into into this, into this sport, this is where you got to go. There's a lot of great training facilities, but this is the one you got to be at. This is the one you got to go to, and this Sunday is your opportunity. So tell me about that pedigree there. Of course, you know, uh, a lot of different trainers. Like, what are you getting there that you're not getting a lot of other places? Well, I know Dean Rafford's going to be there. He's going to be representing the Fight Society. We've had some problems, but Dean Rafford's been all over. I mean, underground. Uh, yeah. So Fight Society. Fight Underground, yeah. Dean Rafford, he's, of course, a staple here in western Pennsylvania, but he's had a long time over on the west coast, Arizona, California, a little bit of Mexico, uh, been to Japan. He's been around forever. You're going to get a, a well-rounded training from Dean, and you're also going to have Brandon Kay there representing Rise. And, I mean, Brandon Kay has been a mainstay in this area since I late 90s at the Mm -hmm. at the earliest and you could just look at the people that he's been around the the trainees that he's uh uh been involved with that he's made uh lee moriarty mm -hmm. main event mm -hmm. he laid the base work the groundwork for them and they took it and ran with it so if you want to have a nice solid firm foundation this is where you got to go to this is how you get your foot in the door you're not going straight to aew you're not going straight to any of these other promotions. You're going to learn from the bottom. You're going to work yourself way up. And they're going to give you that base. They're going to give you what you need to get to the top. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good stuff down there. Good facility. Um, so that's an open house this weekend. Um, that's a, and actually, the Stronghold, Stronghold has their own Facebook page with their information on that. So go check it out. Yeah. Also linked from the Rise Wrestling page. It's Rise with a Y. Will yeah. we remember? Rise Wrestling. Rise on the T-shirt. They'll be there. Excellent. And speaking of Fight Underground... You follow them too, right? You're, you know what's going on. Yeah, I'm familiar. Right? I'm familiar. You're, you're familiar, right? You saw their uh, title match that crowned a champion. Yeah, down in North Carolina, the Rev and uh, and uh, Beastman. Rev and Beastman. Have you seen how many views that's gotten? No, I haven't. Thirty, forty. I don't know. I don't know how many thousands of views that this has gotten. But you know, I'm in fighting right? right? I am aware of this. Yeah, and I know Rev is great. He's in Ring of Honor. You know, he's. Does great carrying Shane Taylor's bags and Beastman is all over the country. He's everywhere. But how many views did that match get if you put the hotness in there? Right? I know they had tournaments and they've had all these matches and you had the every win counts and you got to fight to get into it. And I guess you know, that's what they did. They had to earn their spot. But I guess a, a 20 year veteran has to earn their spot. They couldn't have thrown me in. Huh? Come on now. Come on now. I don't want to give too much about Fight Underground, but I know some people, right? And they have the, the training that's coming up this weekend, but everyone wants to know when Fight Underground is going to be starting, when everyone can go underground. And I'll tell you this. I'll give you a little bit. It's coming soon. 
on the ground is kind of insane. And not just fight underground. I got so much going on. What else you got? Man? You didn't remind me. I gotta talk about three, three RW. And this is the Three Rivers Wrestling. Uh, three Rivers Wrestling. So this is one that I, I've been seeing shared here and there, but I don't know much about this. So it is a mix. It's a mix of talent from the past. It is up-and-coming talent. And it's just a whole hodgepodge and mix of just all these personalities, all this talent from different areas, different eras coming together. And it's something you got to check out. Check out their YouTube. Every Monday they're dropping new episodes, and I wouldn't be surprised if in the distant future you start seeing some more information about maybe a possible live show. Okay. Yeah, right before right before the most recent rise, I had a uh, title match with a Mike Law. Mike Colossal Law. Mike Law. Colossal Mike Law. Big, tough, swole Mike Law. And uh had that match... 3RW had that right before uh, most recent rise. And I left that match with a loss. I left that match with a big, fat, black eye getting super kicked in the face. And I won Mike Law. Mike Law, I hope you're listening. My purse is real deep. And I got all my receipts in there. Mike Law, you got one coming. Yeah. You got one coming, sweetheart. We got uh, we got some comments from the chat room here. First of all, Tina out in Seattle is loving your skull ring. I think we got a nice mm. close up when we were checking out your uh, scars over there. Mm-hmm. There it is. Thank you, Tina. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, uh, hold it, up, hold up. Yeah, hold oh, up. oh, yes, go ahead. Let, let's point out matching scarf as well. well that's gar- oh, oh, skull scarf. Nice. I mean, let's just let's just go from top to bottom. Take a look. Got the hair on the you, way you know, I like it. We, you got the glasses. Look at this. We do have a lot of audio listeners that aren't seeing the visuals. So, I mean, if you can paint the picture for them. Paint the picture. I mean, do you go Stare to YouTube. Stare into the sun yeah. and see what it does for you. You're looking at the hotness. I mean, what do I, I have to paint a picture after he says that? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, T to B, look at me. Top to bottom. Come on. Look at the hotness. They what? just did. They just did. You missed them. You missed them. You yeah, you're some, yeah, you're making some friends outside, it looks like. Creeps. Oh, uh, oh here hold on, we, here hold we go. on, what's, hold what's on. What's We're happening? Some fans. What's happening here? I think they went I think they left. Huh? I think they're gone. Who wants oh. it? Who wants to take a look at the hotness? We are putting it on the glass. On the glass. I think you might have scared them off. You might have. It's a bit intimidating. I wouldn't blame him. I am a beast. Don't blame him. Well, Troy, of course, you'll be at uh, uh, September 11th and Rise. And yes, uh, so we're looking for dates for 3RW and Fight Underground coming up. They're on the horizon. They're on the horizon, so stay tuned for those. And uh, where can people follow uh, what's going on with you? Um, you can go uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I hate I hate wrestling internet, wrestling Twitter. So I, I can't even think of the handles. It's the freaking worst. Absolutely hate it. So I some, hate some high, the, high quality going on over there. I hate all the young talent that lives on the internet, mm. that die by the internet. Um, yeah. So, so what's the biggest drawback you think for the young talent investing so much on the internet persona? 
I mean, there's there's pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at people that have basically have been made off the internet. Um, I'll go with Dan Housen, uh, Warhoss, F.A. I mean, F.A., we got heat because he's uh, he has the purple spike jacket that I was going to get off of eBay, and he, got, he grabbed it first. I remember that. Yeah, so that's where our heat is. Before we know who he was. <sighs> The jacket made him. Well, yeah, that could have been seriously. my spot. Yeah, I could have been in one of those this is dildo blender shoot. matches in GCW or whatever he does. Mm. But uh, I think that there's so much that happens on the internet that could happen in a locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of discussions that happen in front of the world. It'd be better if they happened in the locker room with the actual uh, people involved. That is kind of a separation because it, 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 it seems like a lot of that, you know fans are getting in on the discussion of how locker rooms are run, things like that. And you that's... Know you find out how a locker room's run. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get trained, mm-hmm. you pay the price, you pay your dues, and then you get in the locker room or these, these kids, these marks for themselves can just go on Twitter and they could just tell you everything. These marks for themselves who are in the locker room could then go on Twitter and then talk to these other marks about what goes on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I try to stay away from it as much as possible. Too. Don't, <laughs> I, don't come in there. I don't. I don't. I just go do my thing. I'm doing my video. You thought thing. it was wild when I didn't have pants on in here. You do not want to see. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of no uh, pants. Uh, I've seen things. Uh, no, yeah. Um, oh no. Disclaimer. You're... Disclaimer. Uh, Rise Wrestling, uh, Fight Underground, Three uh, PW run very clean locker rooms from all the all the things that we do see on Twitter about locker rooms. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good. I I gotta say, anything you know, anytime I, (laughs) anything that's become a problem, yeah, I I can say every locker room I work with now has been, you know, really, really good, really well run. So, but I've I've definitely seen some interesting things over the years. You've seen um, from starting uh, in two thousand one, starting in two thousand one, but really in locker rooms since maybe ninety eight or earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, and just in getting involved in the Pittsburgh indie scene. It really has been a, a big change as far as uh, locker room culture. And, um, I, you know, I do think it's all for the best, but I was busting some balls about uh, Twitter and whatnot. But, you know, there are a lot of great talents coming up. and mm-hmm. It does expose a lot. I mean, a lot of people are learning about Lee as he's been getting out and about. Oh, that's great. Uh, you know, I mean, if it's been used the right way, and, and Lee's a smart guy that knows how Lee to do that. Lee definitely uses the right way. Lee mm-hmm. has created a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, Ziggy has a brand of her own, but uh, I think we all sometimes. And this is weird coming from me. I think we need a little restraint in certain areas. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, weird coming from you seems to be on brand, so that's okay. Yeah, it gets weird that you know some kind of learn that like you just let a little too much in, right? Mm-hmm. Don't we? Huh? Yeah. You can't live on you. You just can't live on it. And now I feel like I'm uh, a five foot seven tarantula as I sit here and uh, we never thought Barry. Yeah, just dig the dirt on the <laughs> kids the these days. The cover generation, these friggin' kids. Get the Tell hell me about off them. my lawn. Well, we we got some more commentary, uh, mostly about your wardrobe happening in the chat room right now. Oh, thank uh, you. First mm. of all, one, uh, yeah, and it's all for Farnsworth. Tell us, tell us it, where you, it's where? all about like where where that hat come from. A nice uh, nice gator shirt you got going on there. That would be a Loki gator. Thank oh, you. Loki gator, fantastic. How do you know he's a Loki? Well, he's green. 
Mm, okay. Uh, but Troy, John Roden's in there. It says sunglasses indoors automatically means badass. Oh, John Roden. Talk about, I was talking about these up and coming talents. One guy that was really impressed in uh, Fight Underground, I heard a lot about him in RWA. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, was I impressed when I saw him in Fight Underground and tell you about a guy that I like to hit in his freaking giant head. <laughs> man, he has a big punchable head. And I would love to just put my, remember when you're talking about I can't really do much with this hand? I mean, stuff that I can't talk about no, yeah. on here. But, oh, my God. Would I love to just dig this forward into his head. See how far it can go in. I want to see what he's made of. And by that, I mean cracking his head open and literally seeing how he's made. Jeez, I want to really get in there. Maybe put the uh, skull ring on the other hand. Leave, leave mm. a nice little skull imprint on no. his skull. I would it's a skull within a skull. It. There you go. Um, also from here, uh, let's see, Tina also came back with, uh, the accessory ties, uh, the outfit together nicely. So, yeah, uh, I, know, I know, I know, I know how to dress. She's a, she's a I'm aware, Tina. Thank uh, you. Matt, I think you're back on, on, on the air here. So if you, you want to read your comment, uh, uh, I, I think you had an idea. Are you still back on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Um, what we need to do is, uh, we need to contact Effie, get him into town, bring the jacket. Hang it high above a ring somewhere. Get ourselves some ladders and make some money. Give ourselves some ladders. Give us a jacket. Um, 30 dildos uh, strapped <laughs> to a bunch of glass panes. I mean, let's really go. Well, all out, right? I mean, I worked for a promotion that had dildos involved for a while. And then there was had to be they had to be outlawed. So I mean, lube in a blender yeah, on weapons a pole are too dangerous. Yeah, yeah, they were. Hacksaw I mean, Jim Duggan. We'll call him up. See if we get that dildo blender. Yeah. Let's oh. get it started. <laughs> So there you go. There's our big idea. They're talking about, you know, I've heard it go online. Book more tag matches, you cowards. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Book more dildo matches, you cowards. <laughs> Start it. Let's get it going. Get it going. Get it going. Get that all on your Twitter, Troy. We'll, we'll retweet it. No, I'm not tweeting anything. No? Okay. <laughs> so uh, we'll put that YouTube clip out. Um, I'll and we'll, we'll put it on the Reddit that Matt is caught on fire since he knows the secret to that. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. No, yeah. Matt I can try to tweet Triple H again. Ask him if he wants to make the match. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Make it happen. So, Troy, always fun to have you here on the show. Uh, so, I never, never know what I'm going to get. So. Well, I think you have an idea. Yeah, I think you're into it. <laughs> you're not booking the Troy Lord's Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah, so. Sweet Mama Sorg's away, and look what he's up to. <laughs> Do I always book you when she's out of town? Is yeah, that what happens? Seems like it. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's just a coincidence. Sweet Mama Sorg's away. I come in. He's like, "Hey, I got some old ass beer in the fridge. You, know? <laughs> mm. you want a party? Yeah, yeah pizza and old. Drinks. It is. It is. Please help me drink this beer. We're I ten just... minutes away from him busting out the amyl nitrate. So mm. the what? Poppers. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not down with this the lingo is a here. Party. This is a party. So uh anyways well uh when you're planning your uh, uh podcast party you gotta make sure uh you got uh the right pizza going on our good friends here at slice on Broadway, new york city style yins are made beachview carnegie east end north hills and and uh you know there was somebody i don't know maybe come in your town tina because somebody shared with me i think alex out in california shared with me that doordash is starting to do delivered food um and i know slice on broadway is on doordash i believe and uh, and uh, so so look out for that. We may be able to actually get that out to you in Seattle, Tina. 
So, but in the meantime, if you're not in the Pittsburgh area, we do encourage you to support your independent pizza provider, just like we encourage you to support your in- local independent professional wrestling. Uh, so go check them out, sliceonbroadway.com, and thank them for supporting the show and uh, and feeding our guests. Did you guys get a get a pizza when you came in here? Um, I can't. I'm you, lactose. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm gluten-free. Oh. So between us, we can eat none of it. So. I I need to I need to get dietary restrictions when I get booked guests from now it's on. It's in our rider. I'm, I'm diving headbutt in that pizza. I'm sorry. That's what's happening for the end of the night. We're putting that on the ground. Diving headbutt. Diving headbutt. Um, I don't know. Uh, Xander Gabriel got uh, jobbed out to a pizza one time. Not that not slice, but mm. Mm, never know. Anyways, uh, we're going to tech what, check whatever technical things went sideways in the middle of this first half, and uh, be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning, and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors. No spoilers, no pop-ups, just pro wrestling news. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. Wrestling Mayhem Show. We fixed a lot of things. Everybody can hear each other. Turns out something was off in the board. And our in-studio guests and our out-of-studio guests weren't conversing. That's why we kind of had two separate segments. But that's okay. Everything works now. We still have with us Troy Lords hanging out. The, f- the shoe is off. Mm, that's a start. That's a shoe is that's off. We'll see how, how this Ankle's goes. Coming up a little bit. Farnsworth's still here hanging out. Oh, hey. What do you got there? I got me one of them Porch Rock and Lemon Rappers. That's right. That's right. That's what you were drinking at the party, right? Uh, oh, no, no, geez. wait, I wasn't I, invited. I don't Ooh, listen. Yeah. Facebook doesn't. If, if it makes you feel better, I wasn't invited to a party oh. either. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's, you know, we, we have restrictions here in Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know. Sorg, I, I could have been invited digitally. You, 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 <laughs> I could have. I, I was not able to operate digitally, bringing people in at that point. I don't know, Sorg. That's why you I seem, made a determination. You seemed like you were able to operate just about everything else. Mm. I, I'm mm. just saying. Like. There were there were requests. There were requests, and you didn't honor your guest requests. What, what so requests? Gonna, what are you talking about? Bad, Badger was like, "Get Mad Mike on, get a Facetime going." I, I I listened to that whole show. Sorry, you did, you did. I listened to that whole show. I disappointed everybody. Apparently, everybody it's that's okay. on this show, except for Matt. Matt made it. So, anyways, oh, it was but, a blast. Hold on, before before speaking of disappointments and speaking of Matt. Before we get to the home, <laughs> no, this this has nothing to do with Matt being a disappointment. Pew, pew, pew. Someone shooting. Um, when will you retract the fact that you said that I'm a disappointment? I'm no, no, no. This is not about you being a disappointment. This is about someone disappointing me in honoring you, Matt. Mm. Okay, and that, and that is one Chad the Shad. Mm. Oh, oh, this I, has I, still not been resolved. This has still not been resolved. Um, Matt, I wanted to know if Chad had reached out to you about getting you your due championship. L- let let me see if I can help football. get everyone up to speed. Okay. Uh, friends on the couch, picture this. 
Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. rightfully trounced the Kansas City Chiefs. They have won the Super Bowl. They stand in the middle of the field victorious. And then Roger Goodell steps out empty-handed and does not give them the Lombardi trophy that they rightfully earned. Now, imagine you're in a fantasy football league that only the eight people or eight or ten people in it actually care about, and you've been denied your prize after a long, hard campaign. I won a fantasy football league eight months ago. I won the Wrestling Mayhem Show Fantasy Football League, and I want my belt, Chad the Shad. Give me what I want. And what it, what is that? Was that championship belt um, again? It is a it is a uh, a foam twenty four seven championship belt that I myself purchased on WWE.com. Hmm. and I sent to Chad the Shad via the mail, the actual mail. Because he won two years ago. I got to say. I said, and I tell him, I'm like, if you do not win, you must send this belt to the winner last year. You know, you know. He's not done this. I can say I have not seen Chad the Shad since before COVID. Mm-hmm. He did do the Rise show. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't there. I was in Las Vegas. B team. Mm-hmm. So I, I, Chad is a very good video. If you had Rob, Rob's like my best guy. D plus. Come on. Really? <laughs> I mean, if you if you're the A team, if you and uh, Sweet Mama Sorg are the A team, well, I mean, you, you got to get he, a B he, team. He's right? got a point, Sorg. Mm, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. But, but and plus, uh, if Chad is shirking his responsibilities, yeah. I, I dare say we have to demote him to a C team. Mm. Well, here's the thing: C they, for Chad. He might even start as a C team mm. with you guys mm. doing whatever you guys are got going on. I don't, I don't know the personal life of the Sorgatrons, but whatever they're up to, I mean, they're showing up in eyes. They were C team, B minus. They're going B plus. Who's next? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, uh, strapped to a rocket, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so uh, the search for but, Chad the Shad, but goes yeah, on. no Sorg, Sorg. Uh, th- this. Matt better have the championship in his hands come SummerSlam. My hands. Um, otherwise, I may have to suspend Chad from the fantasy. Ooh, or, suspension. Or, Banned for or, life. That's what's going to happen. Banned for life. Or if that punishment is deemed too harsh, I may make a specific judgment on Chad and give him a really shitty order in the draft. Are you thinking sanctions? Sanctions. Yes. Sanctions. Mm-hmm. Sanctions. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. I, honestly, it has to be done. Has to be done. The integrity of the championship is at stake, Sorg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Matt, Tina, Tina says that you won't have it for long. I'd argue you don't even have it right now. I don't have it. <laughs> no, you don't. You yeah. know where, but you know where I do have it? In your heart. In my heart. That's yeah. right. And yeah. you know what? You know what? I'm bringing back. I'm bringing back my general manager, my 11-year-old son, the <laughs> mastermind who assembled my team. That's right. It wasn't a flip that I won last year, Mad Mike. It was because I handed the control of my team over to a child, and he mm-hmm. won the championship. I mm-hmm. just I just sat back and enjoyed the ride. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's what I do when Ma- I've had too Ma- much Mason Carlins, better at booking, better at fantasy football. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's, really, he's really a renaissance man. He's a real phenom. Oh boy. Um, 
so yes so fancy football i'm, I'm going to be tweeting chad again tonight you're ready for the trash talk to come up oh. here because i know oh, you guys, tina, you tina guys is already no. started trash talk yes she is she's trash talking in the chat room already tina is already trash talking and i appreciate it and we also uh there is a link on the facebook group we have four spots open for anyone listening mm-hmm. if they want to get in we have four spots open there you go contact us hit the email address hit the twitter especially hit the uh hit up mad mike on the uh facebook group absolutely there you go so easy a child can do it <laughs> <laughs> oh god aew darks two hours tonight okay what are the rules on this football league? Is it Premier? Is it? It's uh, Yahoo. It's Yahoo. So uh, week to week, head to head. Lost. I think you aim too high on that one. Hour to hour. Yeah. A little far left. <laughs> the joke went back into the left. Yes. <laughs> Just like the restroom. Um. Anyway, so uh, we had a homework. This is a special edition episode seven seventy seven. Lieber 777. That's right. The Quabalistics. What? The Quabalistic Tome of Aleister Crowley? I don't know anything you just said to me. Well, if no one got the Premier League joke, then by all means, well, let no, me go, I, I let got me the, go into the I, I, I get books. the Premier League joke now. I just don't acknowledge soccer. So it also wasn't that good. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a legitimate question. Listen, it can't make you make you can't make a soccer joke unless it has anything to do with Ted Lasso because that's all I know about soccer. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Hmm. That's just that's just science. Um, sure. Anyway, so yeah. because it's episode seven seventy seven, jackpot. Uh, we <laughs> uh, we we had a special um. Homework assignment that oh boy. Mad Mike came up with that got even more special when we got to the end of it, huh? It sure did. So um, so you did was well, tell me so this was an M night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> so so you suggested a very uh-huh. special episode of WWE Raw. I did. Okay. Um yes. All right. So so episode seven seven seven, you know, um, Typically, that's a jackpot in in the casino world and slot machines. Yep. So not, I thought, not when I went to Hard Rock last month. Well, that's because you're not good at gambling, Sork. No, I'm not. I'm not good at pushing the button on the slot machine. <laughs> that's why. That's why I gotta teach you blackjack and we'll sit down at a table together. But anyway, so I thought, hey, let's have some fun. Yo, and on that, when do you come in town? Let's get down to the rivers then. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I love, I love me some blackjack. Anyway, um. So I, th- I thought, let's have some fun. Let's, let's not, and I would never normally advise people to watch an extra episode of Raw, but this is different. This is, this is, this is fun times. This is happy fun times. I figure let's find an episode for, of Raw Roulette. Raw Roulette. We, we all love Raw Roulette. We love the little wheel gimmick. We, we love seeing, you know, uh, the Godfather always show up because it's always in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, SummerSlam is in Vegas coming up, so it's timely. Mm-hmm. You know, ev- everything flows. So I thought, let's watch the first Raw Roulette from October in 2002. And man, it was a great hour and 32 minutes of an hour and 36 minute show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh boy, the sense of foreboding over the show. Oh. Happened about halfway through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
because if you're if you're like if you've been watching WWE for the past twenty years, and you have a pretty decent memory, you started putting pieces together. Mm-hmm. Those pieces, oh, they turn out to be a puzzle that no one wants to finish. <laughs> that said, the show was great. Mm-hmm. The show was great. It had a good flow to it. It didn't feel like an hour and a half at all, at least to me. Like it, it, it was a it was a breezy watch until that end. <laughs> oh boy, it, it is. Um, I, I would I would dare say this is an all time. This is an all timer when it comes to Monday Night Raws. And uh, I know I was complaining earlier, man, Mike. It's just because I didn't realize this was the homework. But I'm glad you made us watch it. Mm-hmm. But that ending is just about the swiftest kick to the nuts that you could possibly imagine. And you're right, about halfway through the show, uh, because anytime you go back and watch an old episode of anything from WWE TV, you are disoriented at first. You don't know where you are <laughs> or what time we were in. Where are we? What has happened? What's come before? What, which WrestleMania came before? Which WrestleMania came after? That's kind of trying to find those landmarks. You can figure out where you're at. And then once you're right, once you figured out where we are in time and what's coming at the end of this episode, because I mean, I think we all remembered this when it happened. Right. Um, if we were watching around this time, because it was it was a very memorable twist for all the wrong reasons. So wait, do we want to go with the good or the bad first? Oh, let's do the good first. Okay. Because there's a the, lot of let's good. Let's talk about what there's the show a lot what's delivered. Good on this show. What's the bad? <laughs> where is it do you want to just kind of like do you want to just bop through this raw just like chronologically and just like here's what happened yeah, here's what happened here's what happened we can so go that. yeah so i've got some notes so we can do that okay okay go ahead and do that okay um and man mike feel free to just jump in wherever you want to here mm-hmm. uh first of all we're on we're on tnn for the, for the record <laughs> yeah not even it's spike just tv a, just a mess with your brain right off the bat eric bischoff is in charge it's October seventh, two thousand two, and this is Raw Roulette. Um, the first um, Raw Roulette match is Booker T versus The Big Show, and the Raw Roulette wheel comes up on the steel cage match. Oh, hot opener! Hot, mm-hmm. hot, hot Booker opener. T. He is um he is on his way. He is going to be in a world title match at WrestleMania <laughs> coming up in. Uh, the early part of the following year so That's he is uh, right away think about it. i was like this guy this is a world champion right here mm-hmm. i mean we know he's five time but i'm talking about the big league that scissor kick off him. the top rope that was magical mm-hmm. that was that was really really good like i didn't remember this match i loved it i loved it and like and the best thing is no commercial break just a hot ten minute match to open up. It was show. an eight minute and seven second match, bell to bell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, They got a lot accomplished in this first segment. It was pretty mm-hmm. impressive to see them doing all that. Um, Booker T is victorious. Chris Jericho attacks after the match. He is wearing a Fozzy T-shirt. Mm-hmm. This is twenty years ago. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. Uh, by the way, I I also took some notes. Um. There are five individuals currently wrestling in AEW. Well, four, four, three currently wrestling, two commentators mm-hmm. in AEW on this show. Mm-hmm. I know. There are only six people on this show 
currently still in WWE. Only six? Only okay. six. Um, we later learned that uh, Jericho and Booker are feuding, uh, essentially because Jericho is upset that Booker T called him a sucker. That is it. And, and he also is- he also helped call he he called uh, Jericho is also upset that he lost the IC title. But more because- so, I think he's upset that he was called a sucker. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that seemed to be foremost on his mind. Um, we have, uh, oh, by the way, Terry Reynolds is a backstage interviewer on this show. That's yeah, I don't remember surprise. her being a backstage. Oh, I remember this because um, th- I think it was a couple weeks before this when Kane and Hurricane won the tag titles that Kane laid one on Terry and oh. and whooped triumphantly. Yeah, yeah I, thought, <laughs> I thought Terry was real good, but then um, in a later segment, she got real horny with Kane. <laughs> yeah. was, that was a thing. Was that a was a thing for a hot minute. I was. I mean that literally. I mean, it really puts it in perspective when you think about how the show ends. Yeah, yeah. that does a little. Bit. <laughs> what happens, uh, so, so I'm what glad happens that... to you when you get horny for Kane? Mm. Um, you, you you brought up Kane. Uh, uh, Kane and Kane and Hurricane show up backstage. They are the tag team champions. Kane is the Intercontinental Champion. Everything is going his way, but he is mere weeks away from losing it all. Foreshadowing. Um, uh, Triple H, your world champion, Ric Flair. Uh, they spin the giant wheel. Blindfold match. Uh, enter William Regal and uh, Goldust. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it right now. William Regal, the MVP of this show. Absolutely. Oh yes, yes. Far Absolutely. and away, far and away, the MVP of this show. The, um, they also spin the wheel for their match. These two men will be fighting later, and they are in the same room spinning this stupid wheel. But, um, hey, Matt, Matt, what? I forget what the wheel lands di- on, but it's don't disparage the wheel. I won't disparage the wheel. The wheel's a you good just call it a stupid wheel. I'm just saying things to say things. JR also worked in spin the wheel, make the deal. Yes, yes everyone's here. Um, it's right around this point in the show we get a Batista hype video. Well, you didn't, you didn't say what the, what the wheel landed on. What did the wheel land on? How did you forget that? A Vegas showgirl. Fight. Vegas showgirl. I didn't and, uh, remember and, exactly what it was. And Regal is excited by this because Eric Bischoff does have Vegas showgirls with him. And Regal's like, oh, so you, you ladies will be accompanying me to ringside or, or leaving with the winner. And Bischoff says, no, 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 Mr. Regal. You and Goldust will be dressed as showgirls for the match. And Goldust is very excited about this. William Regal? Not so much. Slightly less so, yeah. Thank you. Um, Okay, yeah. Anyway, Batista hype video. The chain is off. Dave is in the gym. (laughs) This rules. This is Is all you need to build up uh, somebody coming in. Is this coming off of Deacon Batista to Raw? Okay. I think so. Because I'm just like, where was he? Was he, was he, you know... Uh, Sorg, Sorg, we we don't really know. You might say this video package is a mystery. Good one. Mm-hmm. Thank, you. Um, Thank, you. Thank you. Foreshadowing. Um, yes. Triple H versus D'Lo Brown. Mm. A blindfold match. I can't believe D'Lo Brown, it. one of two people currently on Impact. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, is that the second? 
blindfold match we've mentioned? Hmm? No, no, no. They, he was talking about the segment where I got to it. Okay. So somebody's yeah. running. Somebody's running. There, there's people running down the street. Uh, okay. camera two. Okay. What is going on? I don't know. <laughs> Starro. Maybe this just happens all the time, and I've never, I haven't had the window open in like a year and a half, and I forgot. Yeah. So I'm, if I have any more of these leftover beers, I might be pressing a starro on that glass. <laughs> <laughs> See what oh boy. Save yeah. that for the gold content. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or the security camera across the street. <laughs> <sighs> they have called the cops on this before. Uh, anyways. Back yeah, to so um, Ric Flair is in Triple H's corner. Yeah, as you would ima- might imagine, he comes in very handy. Uh, Rick is spry. He is speedy. Yeah. <laughs> he it looks like a 30-year-old man compared to uh, poor old Rick today. It's insane and, uh, when you look at We love Rick, and it's great to see Rick looking good. So You look at these early 2000s, and you're like, oh, there's young Rick Flair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 30 years into his career, right? Wait, yeah. wait so. I have it down here. Rick is 53. Jeez, Jeez. are you looks, serious? He looks great. He does look great. And he still hasn't done his insane hardcore match with Big Show on ECW. And he still hasn't done his freaking TLC match with uh, oh Edge. That oh, match was great, too. Jesus was. Jeez. Anyways. Uh, all right, moving on. Back to the roulette room. Jeff Hardy, Bubba Ray Dudley, and Christian are there. Christian! I believe I believe they spin the wheel here. Uh. Well, well, first, um, Bischoff, uh, I, I believe Kane was already in there. Kane and Hurricane were in there beforehand, mm-hmm. and um, it was spun how that they were going to defend their titles tonight mm-hmm. in a TLC match. I, I think okay. the, the other thing you have to so, look at, not so, to derail, but just Bischoff as GM. It's like I know we've, you know, we had the authority and evil GMs, but. How great was Bischoff, though? Bischoff mm-hmm. was so good. Bischoff. He's really good. Like, you just Bischoff, Bischoff was the reason the the whole brand split worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bischoff and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Like, without the two of them, it doesn't work. Like, this time period is just insane. You had WrestleMania 17 the year before. WCW, ECW closed. NWO was in earlier that year. Mm-hmm. Bischoff is now <laughs> the GM of Raw. Is it's crazy time. And and we're about to get the first ever elimination chamber too. Yeah, super which is wild to think about. Super babyface promo cutting canines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time to do it. The Canaanites. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the we'll, get to, we'll get to that. We'll oh, get to no. that. But um, uh but yeah, so so Mexico. Yeah, long long story short, Fish Off is like, Hey you three guys, go find yourself a partner. We're gonna have a TLC match tonight. Sounds good to me. Um, all right, here we go. William Regal versus Gold Dust. Bad Mike, take it away. Oh, th- this this match is lovely. Uh, this was the only match I remembered from this show. We talked a little bit about it last week. Lovely, lovely. William Regal's amazing. Like, William, like Gold Dust comes out with a leotard over his normal outfit, which is apparently all you had to do. Mm-hmm. William Regal decided to go the full board. Well, also, Regal doesn't have anything. Like, he does, he's a Trunks guy, so it's not like he's can... Yeah, but he, all, like, he also fits. had, like, the hot pants thing. Like, like, like it was very clear he was not wearing his wrestling gear under his showgirls. Okay. okay. I, I think, I, strictly from a behind-the-scenes perspective, I think 
Goldust recognized this was William Regal's time to shine, and I'm not going to upstage him. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. uh, j- the the commentary here was was actually great. Even King, which mm-hmm. I, I rag on King a lot, and trust me, there's a lot to rag on this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but just everything. William William Regal may be the most facially expressive wrestler of all time. The highlight for me was when Regal pulled out the nuts, and then when he put him back, JR couldn't even describe where he put him back. <laughs> yep. He's like, he put, I pulled out the nuts and I put him back in in his gimmick. In like, it. he didn't even know what he was wearing. JR couldn't <laughs> believe what he was seeing in front of him. But like, uh, I was talking about, uh, I was bitching about young people, uh, these uh, young wannabe wrestlers before. Like, you look at Regal. Can you imagine if they're, you go, you come to the show? All right, you got this match, or uh, it's gonna be you. And you're fighting. Uh, who the hell did he fight? Old uh, dust. dust. Old dust. Yeah, and you're gonna be uh, dressed as a showgirl. Yeah, people would complain, not want to do that. What did Regal lose, if anything, mm-hmm. by walking out there mm-hmm. in high heels, dressed as a showgirl? Like you were saying, this is what you remember. He was the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Went on and shined because he owned that shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. he it, destroyed. He destroyed it, us. It was perfect. It, it's about taking whatever you're given and maxing it out to as far as you can go. Mm-hmm. And that like, was that was Regal's. That is definitely one of Regal's gifts is taking whatever he's got and just making it going all the way with it. And he's like, "This might suck, but I'm gonna make it not suck." Mm-hmm. That's what he did. All right. Um, Lance Storm makes an appearance during that at the end there. I think he uh it was that gold dust? Yeah. I think this was after the breakup of the Un Americans, but yeah. some of them were still aligned. Right. Um Christian finds his tag team partner. It's Chris Jericho. Is this the birth of this tag team? Yes. Is this is this early vitamin, days? Vitamin C. Is this early? Is this early days of the breakup and the uh, the uh, Canadian dollar for Trish? They, right. We're um, a long ways from that. Like, we're like, we're, we're early, two years away. But this we're is two years away from. Oh, that. that's two years later. We, oh, we okay. are moving toward WrestleMania 19. Okay. The Looney With, uh, or Tooney bet was WrestleMania 20. But you know what this is leading to? This is leading to Christian posing as Chris Jericho in the Rumble entrance. And allowing Jericho to eliminate Shawn Michaels from the Royal Rumble. Mm. Because Shawn Michaels is around, but he's still injured from SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Okay. At this point. So he has returned, but then Triple H attacked him with a sledgehammer to the small of the back. So this is the beginning of this tag team. I wasn't sure if yes. it was. I suspected it was. This is going to be a year and a half run that they're going to go on to get to mm-hmm. a pretty awesome uh, match at WrestleMania 20, which is, yeah. that is remarkable. Um, it's kind of like uh, what they did with the Hurt Business, where they, you know, they let that run for like a year, year and a half, and then they had that big <laughs> WrestleMania match with them. <laughs> oh, I want to live in the uh, All right, moving if on. Only, we're, trying to, we're trying to be happy. It's supposed to be a happy time here. Uh, back to the roulette room. Trish Stratus and Stacy Keebler. Bischoff is 
Hmm. Let's see. Uh, pervy. Pervy. pervy misogynist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and uh, he spins the wheel twice. And uh, wouldn't you know it, bra and panties paddle on a pole match. How Tommy. did that even happen? This wheel. To be uh, fair, the pole match, I think, was a quote-unquote legit spin. Bischoff decided what would be on the pole. Mm-hmm. Because yes. it was a blank, yeah. it was a blank on a pole match. Yep. So he decided there would be a paddle on the pole. Then he decided to double down and stop the wheel on a Braun Pettis match. And this kind of goes into the commentary throughout the night because mm-hmm. Jerry oh, yeah. Lawler was going to be a part of a match. Did anyone hear when Lawler kept saying that he was hoping to be on a puppies on a pole match? Yep, I didn't know how that would work. <laughs> like, how would that yeah. work? What is the logistics for a puppies on a pole match? There's a vision in his head, I'm sure. Well, sure. I mean, oh, I'm sure. he also wanted to be involved in an HLA match, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure you don't qualify for that. No, you can be sidelined no. for that one, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Bubba goes into the locker room. Uh, he's going to ask Tommy Dreamer to be his partner. Oh, what well, could have been. Spike Dudley's there. Say, hey, what about me? I'm your little brother. So Bubba's like, all right, let's go. So there you go. Spike gets the gig instead. I, I did I did like the little nod that Dreamer gave. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, give him give him give him the give him the shot. Like that that was that was lovely. Yeah. Good job, Tommy. Um, all right, here we go. I think if my timing is correct, this is the top of the hour match. I believe right? so, yeah. Stacy versus Trish. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Broad panties, paddle on a pole match. Boom. Top of the hour. And and bottomless of the hour. Or something. Mm-hmm. The dirtiest match imaginable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My uh, uh, yes, Mason was around while I was watching this episode of Raw. Okay, oh. I was just kind of like, let's see if he asks any questions. No one, <laughs> nothing came up. So we're, we're, I, I will we're say, okay. I will say for this era, um, the looks Trish gave during the segment was was good. It, it's a good indicator to where we were going. Stacy brought it in this match. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Stacy mauled her in the yeah. opening. It was it was on. Yeah. Like Stacy was never the best wrestler, was never supposed to be the best wrestler, but she brought it in this match. You know, you know, man, I'm waiting for Mason Mania to just uh randomly have an Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega brawn panties match that you're gonna have to explain. <laughs> I mean because these I things kind of creep I up. Stop it. Don't they? You I wouldn't mean, stop let's it. Do it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Uh, at least a sequel opportunity. Um, Victoria shows up. Mason asks me, is that China? Oh, I say, no, son. But I can see where you would make that mistake. I get it. I get it. Victoria whoops ass, mm-hmm. kicks ass, beats Trish to death. Stacy vaporizes, apparently. Um, well, she was embarrassed. She ran away, man. She, she, um, she was re- she was reduced into slightly smaller wrestling gear. Yeah, yeah. there was at one point when uh, I think Trish reversed a roll up and then took off um, her panties. So I was like, I think she's already in her panties. I was like, she's going to be completely naked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the finish. And um, this was yeah everything your brain is imagining. The king said during this match, he said, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. "All right, it's mm-hmm. all here." So, I mean, if you're feeling nostalgic for pervy, 
raw matches. Man, they were all about it back Damn. then. They leaned this is into it right it. here. Yeah, sure. there is but, no apologizing. But they they they've given themselves this this like they they perhaps they think they're being clever that they think they've given themselves this out like we can still do this pervy stuff because we'll make it Bischoff's idea in storyline. So it's a, it's not the company. It's not Bischoff. He's he's horny. What can we do? He's out of control. <laughs> this man, you know. Anyway, well, I will say this is leading to one of my favorite matches I've ever seen live. The Trish Victoria hardcore match mm. at Survivor yes. Series 2002. Oh, geez. You were there for that. I was there for that. We were leading that. This is like the the inch, the intro to that story and kind of the more serious nature of the women's division itself, because once Victoria gets that belt, they're off to the races for the most part. Yeah. Um, all right. To the back, the coach, backstage interviewer. Uh, he finds Jeff Hardy. Jeff's partner is going to be Rob Van Dam. Good choice. Um, the coach catches up with Victoria. And you might have to help me out with this, Mad Mike. She spills the tea. And apparently she knows secrets from Trisha's sordid past. What were the? Yeah, where did think- we go? I think it was very vaguely referenced, like they were both fitness models mm. on the same circuit, and Trish did some unkind things toward Victoria in their fitness model days. Mm. I don't know if they ever really got into it, but um, yeah, I, I I think it was kind of one of those things that once we got to the point where, oh, we can just make Victoria crazy, they kind of brushed that under the rug. I miss this kind of storytelling and they, and they definitely did it at the end of the show too, mm-hmm. with less spectacular results less where they would just <laughs> drop a nugget and it was like a, the mystery, you know, here's your mystery bean. It's going to grow. We're planting it, you know, and then you get to think about it for a week or two until they explain themselves. I kind of miss that kind of thing. Okay. Next match. Uh, test versus Al Snow. Al Snow is on Raw. There, I, I, again, I'm disoriented. I don't know where in time we are. It's apparently <laughs> right after one of the tough enough. This seasons. is apparently so, okay. a big Al deal. So, here. so, so oh. here, here's the, here's the thing about Snow, and I, I realized this afterwards. I think this is something that they should bring back. Um, apparently, Al Snow was was signed up to do Tough Enough season three. It has not happened yet. Hmm. But that was supposed to be a SmackDown deal. But um, the rosters were apparently fluid, like free agency, mm-hmm. until like a week before this Raw, where the rosters were locked. So that's why Bischoff decided he could do all of this chicanery to everyone, because they can't jump shows anymore. Mm. There was so much explanation Yeah, that I was... It confused me a little bit. I was like, "Why don't they just hand wave this mm-hmm. and just be like, who cares?" But, but you know what? Like but they I, put it. They 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 did try to put in some work to explain what was happening. Because because before this, you would have people jump shows willy nilly. But I I kind of like the free agency concept. Like, like I I think the next time we do a draft, don't have it be a draft. Have it be like like established like we. The the big part of this is we need established leaders on Raw and SmackDown. 
Yeah. But like if you could do like a free agency thing where only the champions are locked into their current shows, that would be a real interesting way of doing it. Because then you could test people out on different shows and see what works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, um, yeah, go ahead. This is a hardcore match. Mm-hmm. This is well, it's a Las Vegas street fight. Okay. Yeah. This is a hardcore match. This is every this is what your brain imagines when your brain imagines a raw hardcore match. Um, except at the end, Al Snow puts on a bowling shirt and gets out a bowling ball. <laughs> and unfortunately, we do not get the bowling ball rolled into the into the groin spot. Um test is just test what is he, very cagey. But he took the um, time to put the bowling shirt on. Mm-hmm. I know. For this. That was dedication. Yes. Yeah. This is um I mean, this is just whacking each other over the head. This is unprotected garbage can lids to test head. Can't, couldn't get, couldn't help but like, you know, kind of go, ah, you know, seeing that. Um, it's fun. The crowd liked it. What more can I say? Tonight's Raw is brought to you by Castrol GTX. <laughs> Drive hard. And the new motion picture, The Ring. <laughs> You want to feel old? <laughs> this one was sponsored by a movie that hadn't come out yet. The Ring. Wow. There was a third sponsor I couldn't remember. You'll feel Castrol old GTX. seven days. It was probably like, Skittles. Castro had that gig for 15 years. They mm-hmm. were on there every week. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. There's the, the same King. commercial every time, too. It was those two cops sitting on the side of the road like, 15? Hey, with with the one wheel dragging along the uh, the highway and it just irritated me every single time I saw it. Good every times, time. good times, good times. Jerry the King Lawler, oh boy, versus Stevie Richards. God damn it, man! He was Steven. He was Steven. You know, very big on the Stevie. Always be Stevie to He's me. I think Steven. you could have given me thirty guesses. As to who Lawler's opponent was going to be in Raw in, in October of 2002, would never have landed on CD. No, I wasn't getting no, this no, one. No, no. But I was pleased to see him. Look, yes. Looking great. Great, mm-hmm. phenomenal shape. I don't know if you've heard, but Stevie Richards, pretty good athlete. Anyway, it's legal in Nevada, is the, uh, <laughs> is the, is the, is the gimmick. Confusion reigns. Cue the Godfather. Mm-hmm. With, I'm going to use the 2002 words here, um, mm-hmm. so uh, I apologize. Uh, cover your ears. The longest tow train I've ever seen on Raw, by far. Now, would they call this now the sex worker shuffle? I don't know what they would try to do <laughs> to get through this. Hmm. Um, hmm. The it's Godfather comes out. I mean, he explains the winner gets to take a ride on the train. This train is long. So, several cabooses on that train, too, ironically. (laughs) And um, we're off and running. Uh, Punches, lots of punches. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fist drop. Strap comes down. Perhaps not in that order, but um, Jerry wins. Jerry wins. There was a tease of a pile driver, but no actual pile driver. Yeah. There was a drop yeah. kick. There was a drop kick. Yeah, Lawler threw a drop kick. He he really wanted that train ride. 
Yeah. Uh, pile drivers going for it. Pile drivers potentially not legal in Nevada. Uh, <laughs> depends on how much you're willing to shell out, so yeah. yeah. Um I, I just want to say one one quick piece as we celebrate Stevie Richards, who's clearly the star of this match. Um <laughs> Steven, Steven Stevie Richards is an indispensable booking piece, booking item. Because anytime you need someone to humiliate, you use him and you spare everyone else. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, Keith Lee doesn't have to lose to whoever. Anyway, Keith that's Lee. This is also like a month a month or so before Stephen would join up with Victoria. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, Mason was watching the show with me. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he meant. He turns to me. He goes, I wish I was there. <laughs> oh, my. I go, I go, why? He goes, I don't know. He likes that was trains. the end of the That was the end of that. Uh, young, kids, young kids love trains. It looked like it was a fun time. There was a party. Mm-hmm. Godfather was there. I mean, you got to say, like, like the crowd. To be fair, he might, he might just love the enthusiastic energy of the Godfather. The crowd I mean, was a lot different. All. The crowd was... Had a different vibe back then, right? Like versus a WWE show now. So, was he at an AEW show when they were here last? Nope, no. But he's, you're going this week with him, right? He's going to his first one on. Okay. Wednesday. Oh yeah, Matt. Matt was discussing. I'll uh, tell you about that later. Yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Here we go. Randy Orton, hype <laughs> video. <laughs> the business is in his blood. Hmm. Yet another Orton Jr. Declares his drop kick the greatest he's ever seen. <laughs> they show the overdrive in this video package Ooh. as a highlight. Mm-hmm. But this, yet again, is another mystery. Almost as if something is changing. No, changing is not the right What word. if, uh, with that ridiculous goatee he has now, what if Randall Keith, <laughs> Randy, Randy Keith, what if he brings that hair back? What if we see that in 2021? <laughs> that hair. He looks like a big old man baby. It's <laughs> a big baby doll. It's like this meal was not done cooking yet. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. But, uh, wow. Yeah. To see, a, to see an Orton hype video and a Batista hype video to know where we're going. What a treat. Um. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. Back to the back. Terry, interview Kane. Getting all hot and bothered. Kane, the holder of the tag team championship, the Intercontinental Championship. If he can get through this TLC match, if he can get to No Mercy and beat Triple H, guys, he could be. He's just a couple wins away. From holding the world title, the intercontinental title, and the tag titles at the same time. Where are my Canaanites at? <laughs> Let me hear you. This dude is over. Is this right? A, is this after the Hulk Hogan Edge promo where he busts that out? That, that Hulk Hogan Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, Rock promo? Edge, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw this and I don't think it actually happened. I think this is like. I don't think it falls under the Mandela effect. I just, 
I don't. This, this couldn't have happened in the same world that I lived in in 2002. You know, don't accept this this timeline. I no, know. no, 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 no. This is Kane, no. top baby face on Raw, mm-hmm. without a doubt. There's a giant riding high, giant Kane sign in the audience. By the way, like one of those two person hold it kind of things, and just says Kane. So you know, he's cutting fiery promos. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. It's all going his way. What could happen? What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) (laughs) It's all. Oh, my God. This is brutal. It's hard to watch. But in a way, I was like. That's right. That's right. This man was on top of his game. Where's the hurricane? You might be asking yourself. <laughs> well, he made a mistake. He wandered too far away, and he got picked off by Triple H and Ric Flair. And then Kane had to sprint down a seemingly endless hallway lit in red light bulbs <laughs> to reach the hurricane. Coach, too late. Co- Coach, Coach, you got to make a left, and then you make a right. <laughs> it's, like, it's too many directions. You're not going mean, to make it. I mean, he's it. Like, we get a whole tour of the back. Mm-hmm. It's just going and going and going. They cut back and forth like three or four times. And, uh, oh, my God. Oh, Hurricane. Kane's going to have to go it alone, Sorg. TLC. Got to defend those tag titles. Mad Mike? Mm-hmm. You want to take the wheel here for this TLC match? Oh, the TLC match is great. The TLC match is fun. I didn't remember a whole lot about this one except mm-hmm. who the winner was. Um, it it's just it's everything you want. Like there's a Van Terminator in this match. Mm-hmm. Like th- th- there's a lot of good spots, a lot of good action here. Um, Spike just having a ladder thrown into his face, just straight up. That's pretty typical. Into his face. That's pretty typical for a Spike match, though. Yeah, um, but. And this was the first time that they had a TLC where it wasn't the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. No. But it was parts of all the teams. It was so, parts of all of them. Yeah. But, but with the with the draft, mm-hmm. uh, Devon was still on SmackDown at this point. Edge was still on SmackDown. And Matt was, uh, he might have been Cruiserweight Champion at this point or close to it. He's Cruiserweight Champion by WrestleMania 19, as we all know. Yeah, so he must be getting close. Yeah, so he's V one. Nah, he is so V one. What a yeah. gift that was. Uh yeah. The like comparing this ladder match, this, this TLC match, to modern ladder matches where so much care is taken to not kill anybody. This is often scary and terrifying to mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. because it feels really dangerous and really reckless. And just crazy guys doing crazy things and precautions that you're used to seeing now not being taken. And uh, yeah, Chris Jericho takes this stupid dive from like the, they, they, they gets himself tipped over from the top of the ladder, like over the ring post in the corner, like to the floor. Um, spikes get Spike gets chucked off of um, the acid drop right off the side of the right over the top rope through a table at the ringside floor. I mean, it's... <laughs> it, it's it's, a, it's a wild It's a wild match. Yeah. It's it's really good, too. Like, I highly recommend. Yeah. 
it's worth your time to check it out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, point out that JR, because uh, of course Lawler has just completely bolted <laughs> after after to ride the hoe train. So JR takes like the last half of the show by himself. Yes. And it's great. Uh, I, yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. Yes. JR is very, very, very good in this TLC match. He is mm-hmm. awesome. Jerry is somewhere else. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's at the hotel. There you go. The hotel. <laughs> nice. Jeez. Well done. Uh, somehow, Kane overcomes the odds. Well, he is victorious. Hurricane is gone. He, he's, I don't even know if he ever comes back. Do we ever see him again? Perhaps. No. I don't think we ever see him again. No. Um, no, he hasn't come back. Because it's not long after this that Kane and Van Dam are going to be hanging out more often. Mm-hmm. Um, um, for for a short time, yeah, for a short time. I'm I, I'm just letting you know that, that this. I don't think I imagined that. Uh, the Kane is victorious. The Canaanites cheer. What a great victory! This man is riding the wave into no mercy. Minutes are left in this broadcast. Here comes Triple H, and you oh. you can almost hear the sense of foreboding i watching this with um new eyes now i always feel like triple h didn't like the fact that he was cutting this promo at the end of the show (laughs) (laughs) even triple h oh yeah and all his triple h glory recognized this wasn't it but we're gonna do this so yeah triple h knows kane's secret triple h knows Kane is a murderer. And Triple H knows about Katie Vick. Dun, dun, dun. And that sound is the air rushing out of the balloon that was Kane's push. Career. Man who a is career. so close to it, holding it's the three top titles. The three titles at once yeah, will just, soon be. Uh, it's hard to talk about. Doran Doran Kane's uh, horny Terry promo with the Canaanites <laughs> and the insanity that ensued there. He's talking about he's as happy as he's ever been. Yeah, Triple H yes. comes out. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I can't do it, Triple H. You're as happy as you've ever been. <laughs> How happy is Katie Vick? Uh-huh. Hold, hold, on, hold on. Let me let me let me see if I can get my good my best uh, Triple H. Oh, no, here we go. So, Kane, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kane. You're as happy as you've ever been. Is Katie Vick happy? <laughs> she's oh, not. Oh, God, no, she's not happy at all. Mm-hmm. No, no one's happy. Mm-hmm. About this. None of us are happy anymore. No, not no. until Triple H visits her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, let, let me just see if I get this timeline right. In the coming weeks. <laughs> This hurts so bad. This hurts so bad. I, I really was a was a fan of Kane back in the day, and and I was a fan of Kane at this time too. For this, and um, in the coming weeks, um, Triple H will commit the worst segment in the history of Raw. Maybe this, I don't know. This There's is a guy bad that ones did, lately. He also did blackface. Let's just. This much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we're um, 
uh, Kane is going to lose. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> spoilers for No Mercy 2002. Oh, Kane is going to lose that IC title. I'm sorry, oh. Kane and Knights. Um, so not only does the IC title is going to be dissolved and merged into the World Heavyweight title. We're going to lose so Kane's push. We're going to lose the Canaanites. We're going to lose happy memories of a world where we did not know about Katie Vick. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose the Intercontinental Championship. And not long after that, Triple H will defeat Kane and force Kane to unmask. Oh, boy. It's going to happen. It happened. It happened. I keep talking like, like it's going to happen. It happened. It is done. Matt, Matt I've, and I have it's a question. All going to go down. It can't and be this stopped. version of Kane, who, I mean, to, from what I can recall, was I, I, not even I thought he was ever this over. He was so over. He was sitting he was on top the of the world. Guy. He was on top of the world. He's the happiest he's ever been, Mad Mike. Um, and it comes crashing down in about a month. Matt, I, I have a question. Go ahead. Did Mason ask about Katie Vick? No, he didn't. Good. That's good. That's good. You keep watching Raw. He's going to. Yeah. You keep this going. No, we're not gonna. We're not doing this. It's gonna be. That's gonna be a little hard to explain there. So. Oh, yeah. a little. Yeah. Sorg, Sorg, we are grown men. It's still hard to explain. Yes. Yes. Sorg, I'm trying to get my head wrapped around like how I'm gonna navigate. Trying to explain to Mason like the hoe train <laughs> and why there were broad and panties <laughs> matches on this show. Well, mm-hmm. well that works out because I, I was telling Sorg behind the scenes when I got here that I went and watched the uh, beginning of the next Raw. Oh, no. JR's talking about, you know, Kane. There was Kane had a tag match and he's saying, you know, he's he's a murderer. JR's mm-hmm. like, he was accused of being a murderer. Have you ever been accused of something that you didn't do? <laughs> oh, no. He's like, how'd you feel about that? He's like, well, I was all right. I didn't do anything. It is such, it's like, but Matt, Mad Mike, what you said is correct. It's an hour and a half of just like good old time. It is. Nostalgic. Good times, familiar faces. And then that ending hits and you know, it's coming. He just like it's, it's like all a downhill. fucking it's, it's, it's like a fucking sledgehammer to the small <laughs> your back. It's like, like, but it's an hour and so a half much. of fun, dynamic raw. Yes, right. Very not much. So. Fifteen minutes on a microphone to start the show. Not you know, in every top of the hour. Like it's it's you know, there was a lot happening um, through the entire thing. Had a tremendous main event match that went twenty seven minutes and fifteen seconds. By the way. Only was match the with a commercial that. break. Yeah, it was. It only, was. only match with a commercial they, they, break. They only did that on the on the big matches that went the distance. Everything else was uh, about eight minutes or under. Except for the... Uh, oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. I pulled up No Mercy 2002. All my times are wrong. But still, it was a long match. Uh, so, um, but yeah. I, I got one other fun fact to throw in here. Because I'm weird. And I was looking up everyone's ages while I was watching oh, this no. show. Oh, no. <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler <laughs> is the only individual older than 40 who wrestled a match on this show. Everyone else is under the age of 40. Wow. Hey. Everyone. Who, 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 who did, hey, 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 man, who does that sound like that wants to see that again? Because hmm? that's what I've been saying. Yeah. 
that Raw needs to get rid of everyone over 40. Yeah. Bye, AJ. This was Raw with everyone not over 40. I, 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 have, like. I have one exception. AJ Styles is the one exception. No, he's over 40. I'm Raw. Yeah, he's gone. And Edge is the one exception on SmackDown Bye, because Lashley. he lost like nine. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with My Lashley God. going away. This guy likes Spider-Man. I forgot. <laughs> it all comes back. It all comes back. All it's right. not the only Spider-Man no, movie. No, I I'm not like. doing it. Not doing it. I think we, we've already been through this one. Yeah. So the one with the dance number. Yeah. 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 This is a whole thing last time, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so well. So that was October seventh, two thousand two. This, this is my Harry Osborne Lego. Oh, there it is. He, he's on the he's on his own glider. Yep, it's the new goblin. But isn't this raw? Like, <laughs> it's like all the good and all the bad in one neat, tidy little package. It is. It really, it's like here is here is everything you, that was good, and here's everything that is bad. There and was even some unnecessarily uh, blade job. Here, Booker here D is, got, Booker D got busted open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and here is here is how easily and quickly. They can just f up something so simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. Like I like I know Marvel's What If is coming out. I would love to see WWE's What If. <laughs> no, no, no. Like seriously, what is the timeline? If Kane wins this match at No Mercy, and Katie like the Katie Vick stuff never happens, mm-hmm. and Kane is the one that unifies the titles. That sounds like something they could do with like the Boom Comics or something. That that that's just a weird because Mike Kingston kick like kick that to Mike Kingston, a friend of the show. You pitched that out there. I was talking the other day about a what if, and it was uh, if Scott Steiner was the one that slammed Yokozuna. (laughs) Oh Oh, wow! Yeah, Bret Hart doesn't get another title reign, at least not at that point. Mm Because Scott's going to be on top of the world, right? Bret's Mm -hmm. not going to wrestle Owen because they're going to do it with Rick. But Scotty Steiner back then isn't. The genetic freak we come to know this him is, as. Uh, yeah, but just he's on top of the world. Vince would be able to get he'd be able I, to get Maniac Scott out. I don't I don't know. He didn't get Luger over with it though. Luger's not an insane person. Ah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Who was who sure. was on the sh- this show? Was who, who wasn't so, somebody on the show recently we were talking with that was talking about somebody No, no, no. It was a Kevin Nash thing talking about how his partner at the time in like AWA or something um, wouldn't wouldn't uh, job to the Steiner brothers. It's not your choice, and and it's one of those like <laughs> nobody's gonna beat the Steiner. I know, right? <laughs> Just, like, but but also like nobody's gonna legit beat the Steiner brothers because they're the Steiner brothers. That's <laughs> so. why people are getting markers shoved up their ass. They're like none of it's your choice. Yes, it's just like <laughs> yeah, he didn't last long. Um, so, <laughs> but geez, I love that idea. All right, guys. Man, Scott Steiner slamming Yoko. I'm gonna be thinking. Let's about wrap that, that up while uh, Mad Mike's gonna be laying at wake, just thinking <laughs> about Scott Steiner possibilities at WrestleMania 10. Uh, and, and <laughs> guys, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Chat room, hit me up too. Everybody's still thinking about that Scott Steiner thing. I'm still thinking about Scott because the Scott I, Steiner I learned get Scott a bus? Steiner should have body slammed Yokozuna. Does that count? Does Scott Steiner get a bus after that? Like Oh, the Steiner Express. Oh man, what's yeah. going on on that bus? Jeez. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> 
Oh, man. It begins with H, <laughs> and it <laughs> ends with human growth hormone. Mm. <laughs> mm. It was yeah. the 90s. Not I clean, mean, there's at like least Luther's a 33 and a third percent chance he gets a bus, right? Come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, I, I learned that Kane was a lot more over in October of 2002 than I remembered. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I learned that steaks aren't blueberries. Steaks aren't blueberries. <laughs> I learned nobody's safe <laughs> when it comes to WWE roster. He goes, really? Like, I, there's people dropping I thought were good. And, and who knows? So, I also, and I also learned everybody likes dropping surprise shows because uh, AEW dropped the dark on Friday and NWA dropped the power out of nowhere unannounced but it's just boom we have extra matches on youtube and it's still going to throw two, two hours at you on tuesday i don't know um, uh I, I learned that every company has a homecoming yeah they do. <laughs> <laughs> because above down down is going to have their homecoming show SummerSlam day and they and, and the tweet you showed me was like uh, we 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 determined this name back into like March, so yeah. calm down, everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> I sure love that he immediately nipped it in the bud. Yeah, he's yeah. like, we came up with this show in March. I I hate that this show at the end of the month with two PW is called Homecoming, and then and they obviously announced it before everybody had their Homecoming show, like announced and had their Homecoming show in the meantime. <laughs> so and, and also not for nothing, the AEW Homecoming show they're gone a month. Yeah, that was <laughs> come on. I saw that. I'm like, I mean, already? Yeah. Like, like you do that if you come back in a year. Yeah. Like yeah. that. That's that's when you do that. Yeah. Or like the anniversary of the first show at Daly's place. Mm-hmm. That's a homecoming. Like, or if you're a Marvel Spider-Man movie, that's a homecoming. But a month away? Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. That's come a vacation. On. Come on. That's a vacation. Uh, Troy, what'd you learn? Oh, I didn't learn anything from wrestling. Wrestling learned from me. That's an answer. There you go. Did you learn anything from that episode of Raw? Oh, there's so much. My, <laughs> I thought I hated 2000. I think after, um, like I was saying, WrestleMania 17, mm-hmm. just TNN Raws, I just felt it was a dark time. Mm-hmm. And then you you watch it. I, I don't keep up with everything now. And you're like, you didn't know how good you had it. Mm-hmm. You didn't know you had that hot baby face cane. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, been... I'm if you're curious, if you don't remember SummerSlam Survivor Series 2002, and hell, even SummerSlam 2002, those were five star pay per views. There you go. Those were five star pay per views. Yeah, I, I go back to. I, I always thought there was a it was a dark time during uh, Raw, but I mean SmackDown was also on fire too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was. Oh, that, SmackDown uh, was growing into a awesome show. Yeah, yeah, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had like a tag. I think a tag three way at that Survivor Series too. Yes, they mm-hmm. did. Uh, it was um, Edge and Ray versus the Guerreros versus Kurt Angle and someone whose name I just can't put my finger on. Mm-mm. I looked it up on the network and it said tag title match. Yep. No, I'm not sure. That's all it's going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Well, Troy Lords, thank you for joining us here once again. Hey, thanks for not inviting me to your party. I... Giving me old ass beer. It was great. <laughs> good, really good time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't been on for maybe two, two and a half years. 
and uh, don't get invited to the party and uh, had old 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 drinks. It was great. Thank you. That's, That's I, I, I do appreciate that my identifier. You invite me back to in, the in, Katie in, Vick in the two uh, and a half years. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that my identifier in the two and a half years since you've been on is that I like Spider Man. I mean, that, all right, trigger. I'm not getting into it. No, no. Farnsworth, thank you for dropping in. Hey, no problem. Man. You've been uh, missed. Uh, thank you. I'm lurking around watching that wrestling. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, Caged Fury, I think, is this weekend. If you people are around. Um, Will I the cage be there? I, I, I'm. If it's not, then why br- even bring the Fury? Absolutely. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Some places just have fury. Yeah. Some people have cages. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the cage is furious. I don't know. But once you get them <laughs> two all cage, together, two furious. Two cage, two furious. There you go. Uh, Jam. Mad Mike forty eight three on the tweets. Yeah, and also, uh, if you listen to the New Day podcast, apparently you'll hear one of my tweets on there. Everywhere, everybody's getting on another podcast except me. Because <laughs> uh, also, mainstream Matt, just pro wrestling news. Or as his graphic was read on another podcast with Brian Alvarez and Tom, Tom Lawler. Some, some mad Thanks, lad on Reddit. Yeah. Mad lad on Reddit, someone called me. Mad lad. And I'm like, I just got here. I can't be mad can, lad yet. Can you, yes. can you change your Twitter name? Not your handle, but your name to mad lad on Reddit. There you go. Uh, I was debating whether to add it to my uh, Twitter bio. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like I was familiar enough with Reddit yet. I'm getting there. He's getting thrust yeah, into it. We're getting there. Uh, I will be at Renegade Wrestling Alliance, the uh, Resurrection show this weekend myself. Uh, we're going to be doing production down there for Indie Wrestling Network. And uh, that will be uh, uh, Cody Diener, uh, Red Velvet, and Crazy Steve will be a part of that show. Exciting. First show back for Renegade Wrestling Alliance after a, let's see, their last show was March 2020. So excited to see uh, that crew once again, and uh, and uh, and we're gonna have some fun. Matt's gonna be there too. Looking forward to it. There you go. Um, and it's gonna be sweaty because Wes Newton. Holy shit! Uh, so <laughs> that part I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> so, uh, but That's anyways, great plug. Great plug, great plug. You <laughs> you bring some water. Um, so, uh, but uh, uh, yep. Thanks, everybody. Uh, This has been your Wrestling Mayhem Show. We'll see you guys next week. Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.